and the Messiah shall be anointed by his children's children. Isaiah 11.1 1. He stood outside the Arclight Theatre on Sunset Boulevard, waiting for the movie to start. He'd greatly anticipated this film, The Da Vinci Code. It had been released simultaneously around the world, so it could definitely be considered a worldwide phenomenon. He glanced once more up at the billboard, showing the sinister hooded figure that he knew to be the assassin in the movie. He tripped when he saw a shirtless guy walk past at that moment and glanced at the tattoo on the man's back and then the billboard. The link was unmistakable. There it was, clear as day, although it was actually night now, the Vitruvian Man, Da Vinci's most famous sketch. Incredible timing, he thought, as he was just about to go in and see the movie. The lyrics to Buffalo Springfield's song came to mind. There's something happening here, what it is ain't exactly clear. He hadn't had much sleep the previous night, so it had been a mistake to try and see the film. But it was the opening night, and he had been determined to see it the first day. He fell asleep an hour into watching the film, around the time when Ian McKellen's character had gotten Tom Hanks and Audrey Tattoo's characters out of the plane and into the awaiting car with the assassin being taken with them. Earlier in the film, he had made a connection that tickled him. He wondered how many people were aware that there were two supervillains in the film. Ian McKellen, who had played Magneto, and Alfred Molino, Alfred Molina, who had played Dr Octopus. He woke up in time to see Tom Hanks looking at Mary Magdalene's sarcophagus. Following his usual routine, he closely analysed all the name credits at the end of the film, as he had been doing for probably a decade, knowing that certain people's names had subliminal value. He felt sure that a movie like this would drop a real humdinger of a name. Sure enough, one name did jump out at him, Zebedee Massey. If the human mind can conceive a code, it can also decipher it. The Alexandria Link, Steve Berry. He did a Robert Langdon and the name became illuminated in his mind. He thought back to the biblical Zebedees he had read about. He thought about the trial of Jesus with the only disciple as a witness to the kangaroo court being John Zebedee. Jesus had asked his most loyal disciple to be with him to give an account of his trial to the other disciples. He flashed back to reading about John and James Zebedee attending the Last Supper, the Sons of Thunder. He remembered the Christopher Lambert film with the serial killer that used people's body parts to assemble a grotesque Christ. The Sons of Thunder were mentioned in that film, and the name of the film was Resurrection. He meditated on the significance of the Da Vinci Code movie, having a name he never saw before in film credits that was the surname of the only male disciple that stayed with Jesus while he endured the crucifixion. Research he had done pointed out that the Sons of Thunder knew him before the other disciples. Jesus, when he was 27, had supposedly left home for good, and for a few years worked with the father of John and James Zebedee. Jesus had designed safer and more efficient boats for their father. The money Jesus made from this venture was used to support the family he had left. He had asked John Zebedee to distribute the money to his family. 
When Jesus was on the cross, it was John Zebedee that rushed to Mary and the family to bring them to witness his last few hours. John and James and their family all but worshipped Jesus in the few years he spent with them. John and James had searched for him in the 40 days he spent in the wilderness, coming close to where he was but never quite finding him. When he came down from the mountains, Andrew told Jesus that he was a great teacher and that he wished to follow him. Andrew recommended to Peter that he too follow Jesus. They were both followers of the Baptist. The Baptist it was that told them to go to Jesus. He said that they would all follow him one day. The hour has come for the Son of Man to be glorified. Absence of Malice, 1981. He was at his storage unit about to go through his daily regular routine, getting in at least an hour of reading of a book that he'd been studying for a long time. He first came across the book more than a decade ago in a library and made it a point to read at least a chapter a day. He kept it for safekeeping in the storage unit, not his hotel because he knew that a hotel room could be broken into. A few times he'd seen how what he read in this book would link up with something that would happen to him sometime after. He felt sure that the book would link up with him having watched The Da Vinci Code the previous night and sure enough it did. It linked up with the name credit Zebedee Massey. This book had mentioned James and John Zebedee more than the Bible did. It was the reason that he was so acquainted with the name and recognised it when he saw the name credit. The very first two words of the next chapter he was scheduled to read that day were James Zebedee. What were the odds? That had never happened before. Just the day after the film, the Buffalo Springfield song came back to him again. You are a God, Eugene. Unto them that fear your name shall the son of righteousness arise. Ron Silver, Blue Steel, 1990. He saw a medallion on a bus bench and felt compelled to take it because of the symbols on it. He made a black string necklace for it. It looked like it was floating there against the So Dark The Con Of Man.com t-shirt he wore that had been given to him by a friend who worked at the Arclight Theatre. The friend had given it to him to coincide with the movie release. The symbols on it were the Ankh within a brick pyramid, a sphinx and one of those Egyptian hieroglyphic eyes and the Star of David that he'd recently read the real meaning of according to Satanists. That was all on one side. On the other side was the word tetragrammaton, split up by a star of David, which had what looked like the male chromosome symbol and other symbols inside it, and two swords, and the numbers one and three. And then in another spot, <coughs> one and two and three on it, Later on, he headed to the Internet Cafe to study up on the Priory of Sion. The film had compelled him to do it. He wanted to know more about this organisation. He read that Pierre Plantard had inserted secret dossiers in the Bibliothèque Nationale in France with the help of an aristocrat. The Holy Blood, Holy Grail authors did their research in there and based all their research on this book when they came across it. A raid on Plantard's house revealed that the documents were forged. In court in 1993, Pierre Plantard confessed to everything. It was revealed that his bloodline didn't go back to Jesus through the Merovingian line of kings. Plantard took his royal genealogy fully from a famous history magazine, word for word.
His real genealogy was shown to go back to a 16th century farmer who grew walnuts for a living. It was revealed that Pierre authenticated the Priory of Sion that he formed in 1956 by linking it to the real order of Sion from the Crusades. He wondered if Pierre's victory was true and if some sort of spin control had been attempted by the church to discredit Plantard. And Cain went out from the presence of the Lord and dwelt in the land of Nod on the east of Eden. Genesis 4.16 At the Internet Cafe, he read that the joint authors of a book that Dan Brown took the painting codes concept from said that Pierre was a plant by the Catholic Church used to discredit the royal bloodline of Mary. He thought back to the shepherd boy that discovered the Dead Sea Scrolls, the uh, scholars that translated them, and the scrolls revealing how important Mary was to Jesus. Something was definitely going on. He thought about the surname link that he had made. He knew that Zebedee linked up with John, and James Zebedee from the Bible, but Massey was the surname of the father in East of Eden. Was there a link? He had seen the link straight away, but he needed more proof. He needed to see more links to confirm what he was beginning to suspect. One word linked the two names Zebedee and Massey. That name was James James Zebedee. Raymond Massey played the father in East of Eden. He was, he was more well known for playing Abraham Lincoln and his version being preferred to uh, Henry Fonda's Lincoln. The, the James name link was provided by the son in the film, an actor who was making his screen debut in his first major film. He had done TV and stage before that, but had done his head. Um, he had done TV and stage before, but th this was his first proper film, and it was getting him some real attention. He had beaten out Paul Newman for the part in the film, based on John Steinbeck's novel. His name was James Dean. Dean had come to mind again when he read that Plantard had formed the Priory of Sion in 1956. That was a year after Dean died, but it was the year that Dean's uh, first film came out, a film entitled Giant.